loved ones. And your unloved ones. Oh, jeez. <sighs> big stretch, big yawn. Look at me yawning right in your ear off the get-go. That's so not <laughs> what I should do in a podcast. Kicking it off with a nice lugubrious yawn. Huh? How about that? Uh, how about that word smithing? Lugubrious, huh? That's the word of the day. Lugubrious means mournful or dismal. It all it can also mean very sad in an exaggerated or insecure way. So I yawned lugubriously <laughs> right into your ear right off the start. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Algus. Welcome to Podgus. Um, this is the episode 48. Confirming beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, beep. Yes, it is episode 48. Hello and welcome. Um, word of the day is lugubrious because that is how I'm feeling a little bit. I don't know. I'm on the precipice of feeling nihilistic i can feel it's like it's looming overhead the the stormy clouds of fatalism and uh lack of direction are they loom large and i think it's going to be one of those days where i just putz around and just want to disappear off the face of the earth but we persevere and we do a podcast right here, right now for you. This is me fighting against the oncoming storm. The only other thing I need to do today, I need to go grocery shopping and I need to call my bank. Ugh. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm feeling so lugubrious because I know that uh, those are the storm clouds are the perspective calling into my bank for to close a stupid account that only has 66 cents in it. That's why, see, <laughs> this is an account. So I got an in, I got a thing in the mail. <clears throat> this account in my bank was supposed to be like, um, uh, an account specifically for putting, setting aside a little bit of money at a time for a trip to the States. It was going to be an account all in American dollars. And maybe I could play the stock market or something a little bit. I don't know. The exchange, I guess. Buy, a, buy low, sell high, you know. Um, <laughs> all of that stuff. Succession and Wall Street and Snowden, you know. So, uh... So I thought that was the plan like years ago and I put 60, I think I put some money in and then I took money out and then I, I left, you know, 66 cents for some reason. I don't even remember 66 cents though. And so, um, it's been at 66 cents for like two years. I haven't touched it. And finally I got a letter that says, Hey, we're closing this account because it's not doing anything either that or we're just going to charge you for having this account and it's like what the fuck why why would you even charge me you know what i mean like what 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 effort what significant burden is there on your part to maintain this thing am i missing something is there something that i don't know about the 
the world of banking and what happens behind closed doors because, you know, it's fucking, it's just sitting there. So why are you charging me? It's bullshit. It's stupid. Maybe this is just them being a motivational speaker and being like, hey, maybe you should do something about this. So I looked into closing the, just transferring the money and closing the account, but for some reason I can't. And so I have to call them. I have to call and fucking work my way through the machines and ask for help until I finally meet a human being who I, who's just going to be like, oh, that's easy. Just do this. I'm like, if it was this easy, why did you make it so hard to get here? You know? So that's me just looking at my desk and commenting on the, uh, the things that I dread that I must do. But this is life. Life is a series of doing things that you dread, isn't it? And then you die. That's it. Um, feeling really lugubrious today. This is the lugubrious episode of Podgus, and I'm going to use it 10 more times. Start your counters. I'm going to use it 10 more times this episode. Um, and then, you know, you guys are going to be so impressed. Hey, look, it says on my computer disk space remaining for recording 43 hours. How did I earn more hours? Last time it was like 37 or something. Now it's 43. I don't remember deleting anything. A couple photographs. Were they that big? These photographs? Either that or I just deleted shortcuts on my desktop. Why is it? I just earned hours magically. Isn't that nice? My computer just remembered that it has more memory. I wish life were that easy for me. I just remember that I can remember more things and then I start remembering them. That would be pretty cool. Um, what did I do? That I saw Spider-Man yesterday. I saw the new Spider-Man and it was... Incredible! Da, 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 da. It was so good. It was so meta. So many meta jokes. So many meme references. I'm almost wondering. Okay, I I bust a fat nut over meta jokes and meta stuff. I love when things are self-referential and they don't take themselves too seriously. I love media that speaks directly to me, the viewer while it still plots its original course of whatever the narrative is, you know? I love being pulled into the joke, personally, given a little wink and a nudge, and then sent on my way. I, I always find when it's well done, it's the height of humor. This is me being an academic dickbag, but it is the height of sophisticated humor. And uh, I thought this Spider-Man, I won't give any spoilers, by the way. So if you haven't already panicked and paused or stopped or walked away and fast forwarded, I probably should have said, I'm not spoiling anything. So stick around. Don't you worry. I know how precious that shit is. I'm not, I'm not an asshole. And uh, I just recommend you see it because it's so good. And uh, I, I know I'm not spoiling this by saying there's some uh, meta stuff in there that references, you know, our world, the world outside and the and uh, viral stuff and commenting and the way we all talk to you. I don't know. It's really good. Uh, a few really hilarious jokes in there. The acting was superb. Some really heart wrenching really touching moments. Everybody crushes it. Everybody. 
I won't say much else, but I do want to talk about like memes in movies and referencing. I don't know if it's okay. It's not okay. Uh, fast forward maybe two minutes just so I can get this out there. If you if you're really worried about anything close to spoilers, this isn't even a spoiler. It's just you know it's not a spoiler. But fuck it, fine. I don't know if you're really precious about it. Fast forward two minutes starting now. Okay, so I wonder if the new way, if this is going to start a trend of referencing memes in movies. I'm sure it's already been done plenty. But like, memes are now such a part of culture and such a part of, it's, the, it's a modern form of comedy is memifying in memes. So meme references in TV shows and movies, I'm I'm sure are just are the next thing. And forgive me if it's already a thing, if it's already abundant. But this was the first time that I've seen it done very well, very tongue in cheek, with a wink and a nudge, and send me on my way. It was great. Anyway, spoiler over. Even though I didn't spoil, so you know. <laughs> um. I had a movie theater hot dog, and it was um, as plain as you can imagine. And it hit the spot. I was so hungry, I didn't eat anything pretty much all day. And I th and I said, I can't just have popcorn, but that was gonna be the star of the show. And I wanted the popcorn, but uh, I had a hot dog, and it was so plain and delicious and plain. Sometimes you just need the plainest thing to, to hit the spot. Sometimes when you're walking around and you're feeling lugubrious and you, you sit on the couch and you're like, no, this isn't it. And you move from the couch to maybe the dining room table and you're still not doing anything, but you're like, no, no, this isn't it. This isn't hitting the spot. And then maybe you pass through the kitchen and you're like, um, you know what I need right now? And you have a plain cracker, just a good old soda cracker, a nice wheat thin, unflavored, of course, a premium plus, perhaps you just have one of those. And then you're like, yep, that really fit the mood right now. <laughs> Lugubrious cracker. Yes, I enjoy a lugubrious cracker from time to time. I had a lugubrious hot dog last night. Even though I didn't know it was lugubrious yet, maybe this is maybe what I'm feeling today is the after effects of that plain hot dog. If you put plain things in your body, you're going to feel plain for a while. It's just the way it goes. I had a plain lugubrious hot dog and here I am on the other side the next day. Um Popcorn! It was so good to go to the theaters again and have popcorn! Oh, I loved it. Except there was there were a bunch of really quiet times in the theater and I was munching really loud and it made me feel so self-conscious about how loud I munch. <laughs> Am I a loud muncher? Sometimes you gotta take a look at yourself and wonder. <clears throat> Maybe it's just my overactive third eye always, always checking myself, but... I munched really loud. I know pop popcorn is already fucking crunchy, you know, obviously, but my it's my jaw. My jaw clickety-clacks like a fucking robot. Like a robot. It clanks like the Tin Man falling down a set of stairs. 
Uh, it just clanks around when I eat. So the crunch of the popcorn and the clickety clank, like I'm popping more, like I'm cooking more popcorn in my mouth while I'm eating it, you know? It's too much clickety clanking of my jaw. I have arthritis everywhere in my body. My physical being is lugubrious. My joints are have my joints have been lugubrious. Osama bin lugubrious. <laughs> I feel insane. Um Oh, what else? Oh, seeing movies is good. What was the uh, the one thing I wanted to say? The last thing I wanted to say, but I don't know. I didn't do a good meh. If you know anything about me, you know uh, that in theaters, uh, during the previews, if a preview comes up for a movie that takes itself very seriously, but also looks so mediocre, like tries so hard, takes itself so seriously, but just looks so mediocre and forgettable. Then uh, in the in the ensuing silence after it's done, I go meh really loud in the theater and it always gets a big laugh. And I didn't really pick my timing this time. I do it every single time. And I and uh, sometimes, you know, you go through the trailers and you're on and you know, you're on the last one. You keep thinking, no, not this one. No, no, not this one. No, maybe there's a better one coming up. There will be a better one coming up. And sometimes you hold out for your shining comedic moment and then you and then you wait too long and you got to do it on what you believe is going to be the last trailer and then you do it and it's like, no, it's just a theater full of excited people and nobody laughs. And that is the most crushingest blow <laughs> to wait and wait and wait for a payoff only to me only to be met with deafening silence that you have to cut into by munching on your tin man clickety clank popcorn jaw you know so it didn't work and maybe that's why i'm feeling lugubrious maybe this was bound to happen with a combination of a plain lugubrious hot dog and uh, my first time back in the theater in a long time and i try to do the meh trick and the meh trick metric is that a thing and then i do the meh joke and it doesn't work so oh no you tell me huh um uh so lugubrious times ahead i suppose maybe i'm lugubrious because i'm looking into uh hair replacement stuff i've gone to two consultations i've spent um just under four hundred dollars in total to to get an opinion from these two guys and you know it's not like i'm making fucking any money right now so i'm stressed about that uh you guys don't care i'll spare you um let's talk about oh revenge posts oh no no no. okay this was the other thing i wanted to to talk about so speaking of spoilers no spoilers of course don't worry um Tom Holland is like, he's, he's adorbs and he's, I know he's like the world's sweetheart right now. And, but I think people like joke on him about things that he doesn't even do, you know? <laughs> like, I think in the early, uh, Avengers in, or in, in stage four of Marvel, he like, I think he did give away one or two things. 
and then gave away like three or four other things but they weren't really spoilers you know what i mean like i watched a compilation video it was like 15 minutes long of like tom holland spoilers compilation and and like one of them seemed almost staged like they were doing it instead of spoiling it was a teaser all he did was unveil a poster for the for avengers so like is that really spoiling if you unwrap a poster that was sent to you by uh it was sent to him by mark ruffalo so if i don't know i don't know that one didn't really i was like i don't know about that still i don't know about that still some of them seemed like not spoilers some of them were not spoilers at all there was an interview where he was like talking about doing his own stunts or something wanting to do his own stunts and then seeing his stunt double get dunked in a lake by a helicopter and then when he as soon as he says that he covers his mouth up he goes oh and and then i think it, like a castmate is like oh you spoiled you see all oh, you spoiled and it's like what did he really spoil <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> who watched that and then saw the movie and then when spider-man gets dunked in a lake by a helicopter went oh great and then like rolled their eyes and they're like oh i fucking knew he would get dunked in a lake you, you know, touch grass, as they say. <laughs> if you're that person, touch grass. And if you don't know what that means, it means you've been inside too long and you're going nuts. So go outside and put your stuff away and get in touch with nature and maybe reflect on the things that make you go crazy a little bit. Get out of the theater. If you got mad that Tom Holland, Tom Holland mentioned that Spider-Man gets dunked in water, if you got mad when you saw that, go outside and touch some grass, okay? Better yet, run your fingers through the grass. Go frolicking in a ghillie field of, of gillies. Is that a thing? Go have a ghillie frolic if you got mad that uh, it was ruined. Anyways, this whole compilation video was just him uh, saying stuff like that and then... The rest of the video was other people like laughing at him for being a spoiler person and him being like, oh, I'm so afraid I'm going to spoil, even though he never did. So what the hell is, what am I not seeing? What am I missing? Maybe he did spoil one major thing. I don't know. I also don't trust the general public's intelligence, you know, because goddamn, I've been on, I'm trying to get uh, more Twitter followers. I'm so late to the Twitter follow thing and I'm trying to tweet and I'm trying to be funny and relevant. And some of the jokes that I see that I like, I see jokes. Um, I, I scroll down and I see people reposting that like this person stole the joke. There's just, I know I've talked about this at length before on the podcast, but there's so much joke theft everywhere and it ruin it slowly corrodes my faith in humanity and comedy and people's honesty and the internet god damn how can you not how can you not mistrust every little bit of information that comes in how can you i totally like you know i'm i put my trust and faith in leading uh, medical officials of course when it comes to matters like those but at the same time how can you not have a little bit of skepticism about what you read when like constantly people are just 
making shit up for clout. People are just making shit up just, just to get that small little serotonin bump when they see their likes expanding. It's, it, it makes me sad and angry. Stop doing that. Stop stealing jokes. Stop stealing material. Stop stealing jokes. Stop setting up your kids for like staged heartfelt videos. Stop doing that. Just have an authentic moment with your fucking kid. Without make fucking sitting them down on the couch and be like, okay, okay. So, uh, so Claire, I want you, when I say this, say, but mommy, okay. You got to say this though, but you got to look at the camera and say, but mommy, I don't, they realize that uh, Foxy, my improv game is so weak. Uh, don't sit your child down and manipulate them into like saying some scripted bullshit that makes you seem good as a parent. Fuck off. Fuck all this shit. Be real. Where's the realness in life? Oh, I'm lugubrious. I'm feeling so lugubrious. I'm so lugubrious. What even is this episode anymore? <sighs> I miss not feeling lugubrious. <laughs> I miss it. All I want to do is play God of War. God of War ruined everything for me because it's so fun and that's all I want to do now. <laughs> um, oh, my head hurts and I'm lugubrious. So... Micro penises. Let's talk about those. Micro dicks. I feel you know. I feel nothing but pity for anyone who is poorly endowed. You know, because there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing. You've just been horribly unlucky, and you've been cursed to a life of ridicule for something that you cannot help. Uh, and at the same time, you know, somebody like me who would be saying this also has to throw a disclaimer out there that's like, hey, I'm not talking about me, by the way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm fine, though. I'm good, you know, so uh, duh, this isn't about me. <laughs> but, you know, if, uh, um, I just, you know, I feel bad for anybody to see things like. I'm going through my own hair restoration. Like I've been talking about, my hairline is something that I'm very self-conscious about. And there isn't much I can do about it besides these restoration techniques that I'm looking into. But even then, you know, it might not, I'm, I'm spending a horrible amount of money just to, on a hope and a prayer. And even then my hair is thin. It's just, you know, it's my genetics. Born assigned male at birth. Isn't that, you know, that's also the whole entire thing. Born fucking male and these are the cards I've been dealt. We all just fight against the cards we, we've been dealt that we don't like, right? That's what life is. And so it makes me pity people who were born with really teeny tiny penises. Because, I mean, while you can find other ways for sure of pleasing people, you're just so stigmatized. And so poor micro penis people. However, that said, it's just the 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 mine from with from which to draw humor in the realm of of peni 
which is, you know, the plural form of penises. Plural form of penis. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's rich. It's a rich mine. Uh, so I always thought that, um, and if you've seen my TikTok video, you know, I've already said this, but I've always thought that like, you see so many ads for penis enlargement, the, the market would be so huge, pardon the pun, I guess, for it. The market would be so enormous that, um... Yeah, that surely there are people working night and day, working very hard on, on the science for it, you know? There must be plenty of scientists working diligently on advancing uh, penis enhancement technology. And uh, so, which also means that they have to, like, justify to other people why they do it, you know? The same way... Excuse me. The same way when I started out, I was like, yeah, but I'm fine. You know, <laughs> anything to do with micro penis related subjects. I'm sure like the leading scientist always every day when he tells people what he does has to be like, uh, yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm doing it for a friend. It's, it's for a friend of mine. Uh, it's for a friend. Trust me. I don't need it. Uh, it's my, my buddy. You wouldn't know him. His name's Clarence. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't want to talk about it. He probably wouldn't want me talking about him. It's really personal. And then a single tear falls from his face. He's like, I'm not crying about me. I'm crying about Clarence. It's really sad what's going on with Clarence, my friend. Clarence. Know what I'm saying? Um, you know, dick growth. It's also the way people like, you know, if you, if you, this is another thing I don't like is that when people like talk shit about other people that they've had a sexual experience with, you know, because, you know, what if that person didn't perform on the day or what if it's something they can't help, you know, like their endowment or whatever. So. It always makes me so sad. I've I've been in conversations where somebody like says something that is really like deeply private about somebody else and it makes me uh nothing breaks my trust with somebody by the way faster than that. I'm like, "Okay, remind me never to tell you anything in confidence." As soon as somebody says something like that, fucking your trust that trust is broken for good but like you know when somebody like talks about someone else's micro penis and then like eight people know about your micro dick it's not don't do it <laughs> don't do it even though it's kind of funny to talk about and laugh about if you're not at all connected to it and you've got no skin in the game no foreskin in the game? Ew, Algus, ew! Um, funny to talk about if you're uh, completely removed from the situation, but like, you know, it's, it's just sad. And I'll say this, I mean, it's an unfair double standard, men versus women, because I don't think there's much that women get made fun of for that's as... Um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know. As as unchangeable as things like baldness and penis endowment, you know? Like women can get made fun of for, I guess, the size of their breasts, but you don't really hear it all that often, do you? I don't know. They get made fun of for their lack of sexual prowess, like if a girl starfishes. But at the same time, any time I've heard uh, any dude be like, yo, she was a total starfish, bro. Having been on the other side as a as a woman, I I would uh, I'm inclined to challenge that. It's like, was she starfishing or was she just cognitively disassociating from the experience and praying for it to end? Were you just so bad and such a fucking pumpy McGee, just a just a have you seen the video of the of turtles having sex? A turtle mounting another turtle and, and the noise it makes where it goes, it's the it's the male turtle. I'm not even it's like a, a several pitches higher. It's like So was she just starfishing or were you laying atop her just thrusting? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just don't like hearing other people, even though I've been guilty of it occasionally. It's true. I just, it makes me a little bit, it just makes me think of the victim sometimes when someone like gets made fun of for how they sex. Don't get made fun of for how you sex. No sex shaming here. You guys sex how you want to, unless you're just Unless you're Teenage Mutant Ninja pumping ass turtle just pumping away. Oh, don't do that. Maybe pay attention to your lover a little bit more. What do I know? I don't know. What do I know? Nothing. I might call this one early. I might call this one early. I don't know. I saw a Robocop this year. Uh, something makes me want to be like something right now. I want so badly to endure the way Michael Caine from Dark Knight. Uh, I always think about that when I think of the word endure. When Christian Bale's like, what would you have? What would you have me do, Alfred? And he goes, endure, Master Wayne. And just the way he says it always stuck out in my head. So as lugubrious as I'm feeling today, uh, something in me wants to endure the endure master wayne and endure endure master wayne um but i don't want to you know i think that's it for me this is the lugubrious episode such as it is i might uh sit on it for a little bit leave it in the drafts leave it locked in the chamber i'm this might not even come out and if it does uh, congratulations to you for listening this long. It's a, some days you got it, some days you don't. As a comedian, ugh, and I, ugh, I tried to muster. Oh, boy, I tried to muster. But I couldn't muster, and I'm sorry. I ate a plain hot dog yesterday, and uh, it's really gotten to me. So, sorry I ruined your Black Panther party. Or no, it's uh, the quote is, sorry, I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. Actually, I watched 
One last thing. I watched like a, um, the movies that made us. It's a series on Netflix where they take famous movies and they talk about how they made us. Uh, why they were famous. It's just really like these mini documentaries about how these movies were made and, and their profound effect and the magic behind the scenes. And Forrest Gump, I highly recommend that. If you're a fan of that movie, I highly recommend you check it out because it's a great episode. So beautiful and touching and heartfelt. The way it was made and the movie itself, hell yes. One of the all-time greats. Sorry, I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. I may not be a smart man, but I do know what love is. Did you know, fun fact, if you're not going to watch that episode of uh, the movies that made us, um, still, I, I need you to know this fun fact. Tom Hanks... Um, Tom Hanks didn't do the accent he had like a just a regular old he had a plain alabama accent or at least that's what he was practicing and then he met the child the kid that plays young forrest gump and the kid just talked like that that's just how the kid talks and tom hanks was like holy shit that's awesome and then tom hanks basically just learned from the kid and did an adult version of how the kid talks. So the kid in Forrest Gump inspired Tom Hanks to talk like old Forrest Gump. Isn't that crazy? What a crazy thing. And I watched it with my with my roommate and friend, one person. I watched it with my roommate and friend's girlfriend and my roommate and friend. And that's not four people, that's three, remember. Because my roommate and friend is one person and my friend's girlfriend is another person and when i say my friend when i'm saying my friend's girlfriend i'm talking about my roommate and friend one person not two it's totally okay to be friends with your roommate it's the year 2022 get with the program people i know it makes you lugubrious some of you bigots out there who don't like the idea of being friends with your roommate but get with the program we're going to add it to the LGBTQIA2A plus community. We're going to add LGBTQIA2R&F at the end for roommate and friend. Uh, um, yeah. So, oh, so yeah, my, my roommate and friend's girlfriend, uh, she's an actress. She's really fucking awesome and I love her she's the best um she she said uh wow she was very impressed obviously she's a big fan of Tom Hanks and she said wow that just goes to show she was like Tom Hanks always the student and the way she said that really struck me that like even if you're the best in your industry to like to, it just really struck a nerve with me to always, no matter how good you get, no matter how legendary you are, what really makes you that next level legendary is that you are always willing to learn, to expand. You're always looking for inspiration in even the most unlikely of sources. You're not discrediting incoming stimulus just because you've been there, you know? Nothing is is off out of nothing is out of bounds from a learning experience and i think that is just so 
I'm glad she said that because it really made me think again about the whole Tom Hanks thing. I wouldn't have thought about that if she didn't say that. So always be a student. It was a great reminder after she said that. And I think about that all the time now. So as a stand-up comedian, you know, I really don't watch a whole lot of stand-up. But I, I ought to. I want to. But I don't really... You know, I always throw on The Office in the background while I make food in the kitchen. But I should just throw on various stand-ups, you know? Because eventually you start to feel like you've been there when you see a million shows and you've seen a million acts. But, like, always be a student. And that was a good, solid reminder that you're never done learning. Ever, ever, ever. So, I'm going to plan to always be a student. I want to always be a student, like Tom Hanks. And I learned from Tom, and I learned from Jensen, is her name. Jensen, the actress who is dating my roommate and friend, one person, not two. She's not dating two people, even though a polyamorous relationship is a-okay, and I approve of it. I'm glad that my roommate and friend, one person, not two, is dating Jensen, one person, of course. And they're in a monogamous relationship. The end. Okay. Okay. So always, if I'm going to leave you with one thing, it's to always be a student. Never stop learning. Um, and to, if you're feeling lugubrious, endure, Master Wayne. Just endure it and see what you can glean from it. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was, it was an experience. I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Oh, wish me luck. Tonight I'm playing. I might forget about this by next week. I'll write it. I'll write it down. Um, but tonight I'm playing in the championship game of my intramural rec soccer league. So our team came in first. We've won our way through the playoffs. And now we are about to play tonight at 11 p.m. of all times. You know, what godforsaken time is that? That's bullshit. But we're playing at 11 p.m. It's the championship game. I haven't had a very prolific season as far as goal scoring goes. And by the way, this game is the first game back after this long hiatus. We like, we, our last game was two or three months ago when we made it into the finals. And now it's finally things are opening back up and we get to play again. So, and what do you know? The first game back is the ultimate game. So wish me luck. I haven't scored any. I've scored like maybe one or two goals this season, which is abysmal for me. Even though I'm a center midfielder and I'm controlling the field of play, I'm like the point guard. I, you know, even my assist game wasn't as good this season. I just hope I'm not getting worse and worse and worse and worse. I hope this isn't still the best I can do, you know? So I'm going to go out there and prove myself in the championship game. I tend to, I mean, last season I fucking, I ate a mega dick at our champion we had and we made it to the finals last year and we lost three to one and i had a shite game didn't do anything so i'm trying to redeem myself and i've had great championship games i've had championship games finals and playoff games where i've tied the game in like the dying minutes and then i've had games where i tied the game in the dying minutes and then it went to penalty kicks and then i was the one who lost hit the post in a penalty kick all I'm saying is I've had my share of triumphs and heartbreaks sometimes right up next to each other. Probably more heartbreaks, though, because I tend to shit the bed under pressure. So wish me luck tonight. Hope I don't shit the bed under pressure. And if so, I'll tell you guys all about it. If you're interested, 
Until then, endure, Master Wayne, and always be a student. Okay, don't be lugubrious. Have a good night and a day and a week, okay? I love you. Thanks for fucking slogging this one out. Bye!